0: Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast, where I help you simplify the video creation process to help you reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most, from learning to use your camera to simplifying video strategy to help you grow your brand and share your vision using video. So let's jump right into today's episode. What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. I'm super pumped and excited because today. You have the wonderful pleasure of listening to chapter three of my brand new book, The One Right Video. And this chapter is one I think that will resonate with a lot of people. And the reason why I wanted to put this uh, up front, we do a lot of the mindset things that come from happening when you are making that shift from just being an entrepreneur to being a content creating entrepreneur, and even after you've been creating content for a while. And I know that a lot of comments that I'll see even in conversations, whether this is in the DMs, emails, or you know, when I'm, when I'm on client calls, um, a lot of people are verbalizing things that come from this idea, this this feeling, this frustration of being an imposter, an imposter syndrome. And I feel like, and I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, I remember I did a live call um, that we did over on Clubhouse, but I decided to um, write this in the book specifically because I know way too many people uh, deal with this and some of anything could come up when you are in weak states of mind and you're not thinking as clearly as you should be or just the most random thoughts that really are unlike yourself are are starting to pop up some of everywhere. And again, everybody's susceptible to these things and it's about uh, the content that we're constantly consuming or the messages that we're telling ourselves that ultimately will you know start to determine what you hear in your ear at different times and so i wanted to take a dedicated focused effort to really make sure i've talked about this in in the book in the beginning uh, in addition to other non-serving mindsets that entrepreneurs transitioning into content creation entrepreneurship are really just plagued with i don't care if it's a large organization or if it's somebody that's seen as um, you know uber successful Or if it's the person that's just, you know, turning that hobby into a business uh, and now knowing and understanding that, you know, after they've had some success and whatnot, now knowing and seeing that, okay, like I need to uh, actually make content. And so now all these ideas and stuff start to come into their mind. So you're getting the first listen um, into this particular reading uh, for uh, my chapter three, that you are not an imposter Uh, In the book, The One Right Video, I got a copy of it right here, uh, and it drops March the 1st. You can be sure to grab your copy. uh, And depending on when you're listening to this, it may already be out, but links will always be in the description, uh, in the show notes, as well as underneath the video for the video podcast version of this. So let's go ahead and jump into chapter three, You Are Not an Imposter. This is a major problem. I'm not going to lie. I hate even having to address the concept of imposter syndrome because I believe to some extent is bogus and we'll touch on that later in this chapter, but it is something that people have challenges with. So let's discredit the devil again. What is imposter syndrome? There are many definitions of this, but here are some of the most common I encounter when working with creators. It is the belief that you, by nature of pursuing your goals, are an imposter. That you're pretending to be some expert, some coach in your niche, and that one day you will be found out, exposed, and shown for the imposter that you are. Imagine being a pilot of a commercial aircraft, and you're all dressed up, allowing people to board the plane, wearing the pilot's hat, and making the announcement of the weather before takeoff, flight time, and maybe even the occasional corny joke to put guests at ease. But, and a really big but... You have no clue about the first thing about being a pilot. You're just pretending to be one. This is an imposter. This is an example of someone who has no business being behind the wheel in the pilot's chair. However, that's not you. You've done some level of work to put in the time to share your content online, have some sort of experience and expertise in what you do that debunks this whole theory and concept of being an imposter. There's nothing to expose. You are who you say you are. Why I believe imposter syndrome is bogus. Consider this. You actually have some experience in what you're doing, even if you've only been putting in practice hours and training. What many new video creators struggle with is calling, addressing, and accepting themselves as insert your niece professional title. Those limiting beliefs we addressed in chapter one begin to show their ugly little heads and you add to them by saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as, insert another video creator's name. I don't have the time to create video content. I don't have a team and I'm too busy to do it myself. All of these are, say it with me, excuses. Remember, all excuses are equal. One of the greatest quotes I was made to recite when I first attended college at the great Alabama a and University, the marching maroon and white band, go Bulldogs, was a quote about excuses. Excuses are tools of the incompetent, which builds monuments of nothingness. And those who indulge seldom accomplish anything at all. This is something I recite by heart and is branded in my memory that I love to couple with the scripture. God did not give me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. We all have fears. It's part of the condition known as being human, but we also have the power to control how we feel by governing how and what we think. You will have what you say. Have you somehow arrived to where you are by accident or mistake? Should there be someone quote unquote, better fulfilling your role? I think not. You've worked so very hard to be where you are. When presented with opportunities, realize that you've worked for them. I can remember at several major stages of accomplishing a goal I had, I would sometimes think, why me on a day? There's a blessing in this statement, a friend once shared with me that I will never forget saying, you are created for such a time as this. I had just shared publicly about achieving and hitting a goal I had long desired to achieve, and he said it in a state of amazement and confirmation. In moments when I would have weaker states of mind and simply battle depression around major life changes, I would often repeat to myself, I was created for such a time as this. I am operating in my purpose, and I am the right person to share what I've been created to. I'm built for this. I would profess that over and over along with God did not give me the spirit of fear and with him, there is no lack. Weak states of mind are bound to appear. I highly recommend crafting an affirming statement that you can repeat over and over again. So when the day comes and you find yourself wondering if you are good enough, speak life into what the real truth is. Will you do some things in your business or set certain goals you sometimes feel are ridiculous? Absolutely, but if it were not something you could do or actually desired, that goal would never have been documented and written on your heart. And in the midst of moments, you may find you can't seem to reaffirm the truth to yourself, be in community with life-giving friends and colleagues. Trust me, it makes a world of difference. If you keep saying to yourself that you're not good enough and that you'll never make it and any other limiting belief you can think about, your subconscious mind will have no choice but to believe you. The subconscious mind has one job, to say yes. Have you ever found yourself walking down the street or in a building while being lost in thought when suddenly cutting through the noise of everything, your mind, body, and attention snap to focus when someone calls your name? Your body and your mind are used to responding to your name over any other name on the planet. From the time of birth, we're trained to respond to our name and no other. Your belief systems operate the same way. You tell yourself something long enough and consistently enough and your subconscious mind will agree with you and do all that's within its power to say, sure, Diana, I'll believe that for you and do everything I can to maintain that statement as fact and truth. If you don't believe in the power of what you say, you might as well close this book and call it a day because you'll give up on your ability to create change in your life when you don't recognize the power you have. However, if you do believe you were created for a reason and that you have a unique purpose only you can fulfill, keep reading. So I'm not going to lie. I'm having a lot of fun reading the audio version of my book for you. But before we continue into the rest of the chapter, because we are going to get through the whole thing, let's get into this week's Gear Fix. This week's Gear Fix is brought to you by my brand new book called The One Right Video. Are you an entrepreneur struggling to get your brand noticed through video content? Look no further. The One Right Video is the ultimate guide to creating videos that will amplify your brand and grow your business. It's jam packed with practical tips and strategies to help entrepreneurs just like you succeed in video content creation. Don't let your competition get ahead. Mark your calendar for March 1st and be among the first to get your hands on a copy of The One Right Video. Go to onerightvideo.com. All right. I can already tell you're excited to get back into the episode so you can finish listening to chapter three of my brand new book, the one right video. So let's get back to it. The shark and the goldfish. Some of the greatest lessons I've learned in life came from spending time with my favorite aunt. She refused to accept the limiting beliefs that I profess daily and defended trying to convince her, this is just the way that I am as a young adult. However, my aunt wouldn't accept that at all. I was a very rough diamond in my college days, and she reached through all of the pain and limiting beliefs I believed to be true about myself to reach me in one of the few ways anyone could back then, through books. I've always adored reading books, but never as much as when I lived in Ohio when a local college professor of mine, an overly excited history teacher, reinvigorated my love of learning, history, and reading. Soon I became an obsessive reader and learner, mostly of historical fiction and psychology self-help books, determined to find joy and meaning in my life, which I always believed was possible by unlocking the power of my mind and later my belief systems. When my aunt saw how quickly I'd devour an 800 page book in a few days and wander off to the bookstore or my favorite thrift stores and book fairs to find new and gently used books, she started giving me these weekly reading assignments. Every week, she tasked me with reading a new book on top of my full-time collegiate workload and tell me I'd better have it read by the time she was ready to take me on some mandatory weekend errands with her where she'd ask me nonstop questions about the book she'd given me to study. And boy, did I have an attitude back then because these were early morning drives that lasted all day and I wasn't keen on leaving the house. Truth be told, I'm still not keen on leaving the house. I can't imagine how much work I was for her because if I was anything, it was stubborn and negative as all hell. However, I'm grateful my aunt never gave up on me. She changed my life. It's in reading these assigned books she'd given me and forcing me to share what I've learned weekly that eventually landed me on the book called The Shark and the Goldfish by John Gordon. This book is an incredible but short novel that tells the story of, you guessed it, a shark and a goldfish. One day, a pet goldfish finds himself no longer in the comfort of his bowl, but exposed to the great sea when a family day at the beach turns into a disaster with the goldfish being swept away into the ocean. The goldfish is terrified and now exposed to the expanse of the ocean. And because at the end of the day, he's left wondering what most of us ask ourselves daily, what am I going to eat for dinner? There's one unique difference between the behaviors, thought processes, and the expectations of sharks and goldfish, goldfish wait to be fed, sharks hunt to eat. It's in this unlikely friendship between this poor lost goldfish and seasoned great white shark that instead of becoming another beach casualty, this goldfish learns to fend for himself and begins to think like a shark. Right now you're a goldfish. You're used to being comfortably nestled in your bowl of business, which is the comfortable environment where you are a pro. Video and YouTube content creation is your new ocean, and you don't know how to hunt and take care of yourself. That is, until you picked up this book. Now, let's transform you from a goldfish to a shark. Let's hunt. I'm really excited I got a chance to share with you all the audio version of my book, at least for chapter three, the One Right Video. If you haven't heard it all throughout this episode, you can go to onerightvideo.com and get access to the book or onerightvideo.com forward slash Amazon. And that'll take you directly to Amazon where you can pick up the ebook version or the print version of the book once it's available on March 1st. Right now you can pre-order if it is, depending on the date, if it's before the March 1st when you're listening to this, you can pre-order the ebook. But if not, then it probably may be somewhere between those timeframes. So you can either pre-order ebook or get the print book and the ebook and just purchase it on March 1st. And as you can tell, yes, there will be an audiobook. People have been asking about it. Yes, we're going to do an audiobook for it. It's just going to take some time for that to get completed, edited, and back so I can upload it and hashtag all the things of whatever that process consists of. But that's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode of the Video Simplified podcast. If you all really enjoyed listening to the audiobook version of this, maybe we'll do another episode, a special read for the podcast only. But as I love to end all of our episodes, the winds of life blows on us all but it's how you set your sales. With that, guys, a little bit passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, but the value doesn't stop there. For more in-depth trainings, courses, and growing your brand using video, join the Video Simplified community at videosimplified.live.